What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com, Brighton.tv, Rumble.com slash MG Show. And won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go, one we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. Welcome, everybody. It is Friday to the MG Show. So happy to have each and every one of you here today. We are going to be missing Jeff today for the broadcast because he is taking care of his mom. She is doing better. I'd like to report that uh, they've uh, discovered a few things that are really good that they've found out that they didn't know. And so uh, at some point today, he gets to go pick her up and bring her home. And there's going to be a uh, little bit of a process that they have to do in a couple of weeks. But I think that they have nailed down and figured out what's going on with Mama Matrix. So big, big love out there for Mama Matrix. We all are uh, praying for you. We are hoping that you uh, get through this. I know that it's kind of uh, uh, been uncomfortable being in the hospital for the last week or more now at this point. And so uh, please, everybody, if you would uh, put out, put up the prayer warriors for Mama Matrix. She is doing good. I think that everything that all of you are doing is working. And so uh, today on Friday, we're going to go through a little bit of a deep dive on uh, Alex Jones and the Stratfor company and who are these people and where did they come from and what was Q saying about Alex Jones and why is everybody out there deciding all of a sudden that they are Alex Jones worshipers whenever the guy's been making nothing but a mockery out of the Patriot movement for the last 25 plus years. You guys here at the show understand who this person is. Q explained to you who this person was and it seems like a number of the people that are out there in the broader Patriot movement don't have a clue who he is, or they are pretending that they don't know who he is. And so we're going to uh, get, we're going to dig into that today and a few other different things that are going to connect to that. And I think it's going to open up a whole realm of, uh, of uh, interesting topics for not only for you to discuss, but for you to dig on. I'd like for the stuff that I present to you today for you to be digging into it on your own. 
I'm not going to sit here and say that everything is 100% accurate of some of the stuff that's being presented from these different sources. But I tell you, it sure does paint an unbelievable picture of the struggle that we're having right now in the Patriot movement against the military, guys. Yes, that's right. Against the military. The military have been usurping the American Patriots for a long time, and they've been quite proud of the ability to not be detected. And it's um, recently been detected online. And uh, we've been bringing you a lot of the stuff from that connected to Defeat Disinfo and the three and a half million uh, contributors that they brought on as digital soldiers to what? To obfuscate the truth. We understand that the main thing that they attack is the truth, and that's what they're coming after. So happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the MG Show. Yeti, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you've done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. 
We are in it to save America and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. All right. Welcome back to the MG Show. Thank you very much for all of the support that you've given this show over the last few years. We are now in our sixth season here on the MG Show. I'd like to thank everybody out there again. We have, hey, Yeti, could you get your mic? off please all right thank you i'd like to thank everybody out there again for all the support you've been over the last five years to uh supporting my pillow please that's 1-800-873-0478 to call in or you can go to mypillow.com slash mg show thank you out there to rumble thank you to brighton and also to red state talk radio the people that are putting this show live on the air because the truth needs to get out everybody and that is the bottom line and what you are seeing right now is a mad dash to 2024 to the election in 2024 and there has been a, a brutal attempt to keep donald trump off of that ballot and you guys know it and i know it and everybody else knows exactly what's going on Mr. Trump came out yesterday after the uh, hearings and uh, made a statement explaining to you the corruption that he is facing. And I'd like to just say for a minute, if any of us were to be facing this type of onslaught, we would all have crumbled and buckled long, long ago. And so God bless Donald Trump. God bless his family. Uh, 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 um, blessings also to Melania and to her mother for passing this week. Uh, we're all very uh Sad to see that happen. Uh, Jeff uh, explained yesterday that he got to meet her. So that was really pretty awesome to uh, get the chance to say hello to Melania's mother. And uh, the person who is the wife of the person who has impacted American politics more than any other human being, literally in the modern era. There's been no other figure like Donald Trump that has come out and pushed the line for you. Each and every one of us, as a matter of fact, and we all should be uh, a grateful in a way that is hard to understand that you need to be grateful for someone because, you know, most people figure a leader is a leader is a leader and there's a dime a dozen, but this is different. What Donald Trump is doing is different. And the reason that it's different is because he is antagonizing the enemy in a way that's causing them to expose themselves. Okay. And so I think over the overarching point of all of it is that right there. This is the beauty of what he has done for all of us. He has given them the opportunity to step away and to do the right thing or to come full bore and expose themselves as the Cretans that they really are, which in fact, they are all Cretans, but they've got a lot of help and they've got a lot of help in the background and a lot of help from, uh, from uh, fronts that you don't see. 
and that a lot of people in America aren't seeing. We have been uh, going through all of this stuff that we've uncovered with Roger Stone, and we've been going through a lot of this stuff that we've uncovered with General Flynn. Well, today we're going to be talking about a lot of the stuff that's going on with the uh, kind of the, the king bee, if you will, of all of the internet nonsense, which is Alex Jones. Now, a lot of all a lot of this audience understands the connection to Alex Jones. This audience understands how Alex Jones basically took over Bill Cooper's position as a conspiracy person who was actually doing the research, actually bringing the information to the people. A lot of folks do not know that Bill Cooper had his own research uh, um, uh, office there where he was at in Colorado, where they would have um, all, of, all of the books and materials that were there on site, people could come down and participate in the research. That is essentially what we kind of did around Q, is that we had all of these different, all these pieces of information coming to a conversation. And all of us, depending on what you were interested in, some people are interested in X, some people are interested in Y, some people are interested in Z, you went down your own rabbit hole and you discovered different things on your own and you decided that you were tired of listening to people tell you things and that you were ready to go look for yourself. And whenever you did that, what you found was astonishing. And I know almost everybody that's watching the show has some sort of story like that at some point in your life that has occurred. Therefore, each one of us has something greatly in common. And what it is that we have in common is that we're looking for the truth. And whenever America was established, the, the main reality that the founders of this country wanted expressed was the truth. They understood that the people could run a government, that people could run a country, the people could be in charge if they were provided with the truth. But they also knew that the reason that that had to be set in stone was because of the lies and deceit that came down from on high, from the Catholic Church, from other institutions that are now in the same pen, if you will, as the globalists. There's no difference. There's no difference in someone that is uh, striking you down for saying that the earth is revolving around the sun 500 years ago in someone who is striking down on you today for saying or for not saying Black Lives Matter or for not saying X or Y or whatever it is. There's no difference. And for some reason, they've been able to, to uh, switch your mind off, switch people's minds on and off, and make you think that there's some sort of a difference. So what we have to do is we have to slow down, and we have to concentrate, and we have to dig in a little bit deeper, and we have to understand the game board that we're playing on. And we have to understand what the people that are playing the game are doing. And that's essentially what we've been doing here on the MG show for over, for over five years. And, and what I started set out to do on the Q Lounge Live back in April of or uh, June of 2018 to show you stuff that you, no one else is going to show you, to, to talk about things that no one else will talk about. And so whenever we were digging into Q early on, Q was posting and there was a, uh, atmosphere being generated within the conspiracy movement of contention. There was tension in the conspiracy movement. And that tension was coming from the Alex Jones crew. The Alex Jones networks is what I like to refer to them as. Um, in, uh, even in, uh, um, for instance, on January 6th in D.C., he had people walking around the streets in D.C. with 
a broadcaster on and a CB where he was, the people were talking into the CB and they were just walking around the streets of DC saying, Alex Jones, info wars, Alex Jones, info wars, Alex Jones, info wars. Multiple people were doing that around the Capitol on January the 6th. Why are they doing that? Why do they need to do stuff like that? It is because it is a military operation. That is correct. That's exactly what Alex Jones has been involved in. That's what he's been doing for the whole time. Phil Cooper explained that to you. He explained that that's the reason that he is being given attention. That's the reason he is being aggrandized. And that's the reason he's being brought in to push aside what it was that Bill Cooper was trying to bring forward, which was an actual way that Americans can face their government with the uh, proper relationship. You are in charge. The government serves you. You don't serve the government. And what Alex Jones is doing is he is making a lot of smoke whenever there's not a fire. And he's doing that over and over and over again. So early on, whenever this was starting to happen, when Q was posting, Q had to bring Alex Jones up. Q had to bring Alex Jones into the conversation and start talking about him. Who is Alex Jones and who are some of the networks? So we're going to go over here. And the first thing we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the Q posts that were coming out in reference to Alex Jones. And I think that if it wasn't that one, yeah, it's this one or the one with AJ. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> These are the posts that had AJ in the posts. Okay. And so here we go from 9, 12, 18. And this is an article talking about the uh, subreddit here, which says, Reddit's QAnon ban points to how it's tracking toxic communities, contains a virus, and it doesn't spread. Reddit has finally banned the Great Awakening main QAnon subreddit, and then it banned the Great Awakening backup subreddit where users fled. QAnon, the web of conspiracy theories, which involves Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and politicians and government officials stretching all the way back to the Kennedy era. Okay, now that was the article that Q was pointing to there. And Hume says, content violations for taking the board down. Stay strong, stay together. Censorship will fail. Those they attack the most are the biggest threat. Expect Twitter, Facebook, force next. AJ template was designed to attack and censor QAnon primary objective or Q. And then here in 9918, this was actually I wanted to flip this over. And let's go back over to the sort this upside down. <clears throat> here was the this was regarding Jack Posobiec and that tweet is gone now, but everybody understands the microchip fiasco that went on. Last and final comments regarding AJ and Associates attempts, logical thinking, Breitbart article linked two days prior to the article being published, reconcile, note the time, 941, 100%, note Apple's stock image, stock YouTube link, reconcile, Rec the attempts to deceive autists and anons will fail. We are a threat to their livelihood and class. Do not let their attempts corrupt good organizations. Think OAN. They want you divided. Stay strong. Stay together. 
division keeps them in power. And this was whenever they were trying to say that microchip had uh, engineered the logs and that microchip was actually uh, him and his group of Defango were Q and they were posting as Q and all this stuff that Alex Jones was trying to, but Alex Jones was saying the Q was Zach. Here in Anon says, I love the shields at this point, even more when this is over, some Mossad clown a-hole will sing, will still be typing useless division tactics out of his afraid handbook on an empty board. Some people just know when they have lost. And then that's whenever Q responded to the post that I just read. And then on 9618, there's a lot more of this than you realize. Think collective attacks versus Q. They attack AJ to give him fake credibility amongst POTUS supporting patriots, thus poisoning the water and directing the narrative of the opposed through a MOS supported asset, aka Alex Jones Mossad. All team effort coordinated collective attacks with pawns and actors serving black hat agenda and attempting to control and divide the patriots and attacks will come from all sides. Control and divide, Q says. Think Mueller. Who is testifying before Mueller today? Forensic data analysis on phones and computers. This is not about Guccifer 2.0. What happens if Mueller's proves that free speech systems LLC, aka InfoWars, is linked to a foreign intel agency or other non-domestic entity. How can the left use that information to divide and censor the right? Why are affiliates of InfoWars constantly attacking Q? Who is pulling the strings? Freedom, free speech systems, LLC. And then here we have the post with Jack Posobiec. Wait, what? You're telling me Q is posted again? But but my micro told me that he was ending the LARP. I feel so used. Ask yourself a simple logical question. Why are the majority of Q attacks by pro-MAGA supporters coming from AJ Mossad-backed and or AJ known associates? And why are we a threat to them? Why not simply publish an original picture plus one, two, three sex to establish credibility? Why was this done in the past? We knew this type of attack was coming, predictable, fake news, and attacks will only intensify. And then here we go on this post, Alex there. Note to AJ Shills, nobody hacks a site and brings it down, but publishes a useful and informative redirect page. It's bleeping obvious that the staged attack, why am I not surprised? And Q says, actors will act. We target NBC. NBC targets Q. Strategic? We are in control. So that's a little brief summary of the AJ. Those are the posts with AJ in it. And then we take Free Speech Systems LLC and copy that and go and we paste that in. And then we get this one. Free Speech Systems LLC. Free Speech Systems LLC 305. Lamar Boulevard, Austin, Texas, Free Speech Systems. Here we have Jerome Corsi, Darren Schnower, uh, and I can't say those other names, all posing for their little Mossad picture. Following this picture, Jerome Corsi, who outed as a Mossad agent in 1997, sting operation in London, Corsi and Piper Jaffray, broker Brad Admonison, were integral in a fraud that took Minnesota investors for over a million dollars that the FBI refused to investigate. Again, the FBI refusing to investigate over and over again. Instead, agents sought to portray me as responsible. 
course, he is named as the author of several best-selling Israeli psyop books, including Unfit for Command, 2004, Atomic Iran, and Minuteman, and the Abomination. Also here, we have back to the same the, uh, the um, post that we read earlier. So with all of that stuff in mind and everything that you guys know and all the crazy nonsense that you've been seeing over the course of the last five years, I guess, in all reality, let's dig in a little bit to who this guy is, okay? And so we're going to start off today, and we've got it. Like I said, we've got a couple of different articles, and I uh, hope you're not tired of me t reading to you because that's what it's going to be. A good amount of reading today because this is very important. And I thought that uh, since we were, uh, since this was stuff was going on with Jeff and everything with his mom, it might be just a good time to jump in and sort of give an, an overview and uh, a, a tool. This show will be a tool for you to share the show with other people that you know <laughs> that think that for some reason Alex Jones is some sort of a hero. He is not a hero. And so the first article we are going to go through today is going to be by uh, Jim Dean and Gordon Duff from February 19 of 2015. And this is, this is their investigation into the growing complexity of Alex Jones's Israeli connections. And I think that this is fascinating. As a matter of fact, I have a, uh, I have a post here that I'm going to share with you guys. Here it is. I'm going to share this in the chat. And you guys can, uh, this, this will link you to the article <clears throat> that we're going to be going through. So you have, and, and, you know, I want you to spider web off of this, you know, like I want you to see this and I want you to understand the gravity and I want you to dig in deeper as we, uh, uncover what we're even talking about here. Uh, this is in the editor's note. Alex always seemed to have a guardian angel types behind the scenes, the kind that no one else had. The net was a free-for-all back then, and you could spend your life trying to follow everything, but the BB and the bombastics ploy to make an end run around Obama right through the Congress speech during the final stretch of the Iran nuclear talks put Alex back on the look-see list. Peace Below is dated, but a good one for openers, as there are many players in Alex's playpen. I even enjoy Brother Fitzpatrick trip down memory lane. So much has been written and said about Texas radio host Alex Jones whoring for the Zionist establishment, and one could write a fair-sized book about it. If people haven't yet been convinced that he is an outright shill and operative for the Jewish money power in the world, then I am not sure that what will, and that you know should say Zionist power. But you know, there's going to be a couple things you're just going to have to understand. Different people that understand things understand the things they're looking at differently. Even so, the, here are yet more compromising connections that implicate Alex Jones in this never-ending rabbit hole of counterintelligence and coupled with the already damning information available on him, conclusively showing that he is not a legitimate patriot fighting against the New World Order, but instead a Zionist shill. And so the first thing this is going to go into is the Khashoggi connection. And I think a number of you, if not all of you, know who Jamal Khashoggi was. You've heard the Entered, or you've heard the news media screaming and yelling about the journalist Jamal Khashoggi and how uh, he had, was this huge deal and all this stuff that happened with him and when he disappeared and uh, all the virtue signaling that went on. Well, interestingly enough, that name is a lot bigger of a name than you realize, much like the name Soleimani was a much bigger name than you realized at the time. 
These people are generals, everybody. And whenever I say generals, I mean they're generals in an army that you don't see. The army of globalist takeover and control of, of the world and America. Saudi billionaire arms dealer, Adnan, remember the guy was a journalist. Well, this guy, Adnan, he's, he's an arms dealer, has been implicated in almost every major conspiracy in the last 50 or so years, and the average person would never suspect a rich Saudi of being involved with Israeli intelligence, let alone being paid agent of Israel, Israel's sophisticated spy terror organization, Mossad. Well, the people here at the MG show understand that there's not much of a difference between Mossad and Israel and Saudi Arabia and uh, 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 the uh, um, whatever you call the, the there in Gaza. The name is escaping me right now. But all, all of this is connected. It is the same. They want you to think that it is different. But that's exactly what Khashoggi is and one of the least former Mossad case officer, Victor Ostrowski, and two Jewish journalists, Davis Raviz and Yassi Melman. Mossad has a term for people like Khashoggi, an Arabist, a Mossad field agent who poses as a Muslim. Aside from these three sources of Khashoggi and Mossad, most of the available information linking Alex Jones and the 9-11 Truth Movement leadership with Khashoggi and Mossad has been compiled by investigative journalist Danielle Hopsicker. Hopsicker makes the first connection through 9-11 truth teller John Gray, Texas-born and another self-proclaimed truth movement patriot in these October 2004 articles. Now remember, we're, we're talking, you know, all this stuff is dated. All this stuff is going back to 2000, 2004. Uh, this was put together in like 2015. A mad cow morning news investigation into allegations that Mars and Venus author John Gray, you guys remember that? Mars, men are from Mars, women are, and Saudi billionaire. Remember the connection he had to Oprah? Remember that ring that Soleimani had? Hmm, Oprah has one of those too. Isn't that weird? Okay. John Gray and Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi billionaire Adnan Khashoggi's bankrupt GenesisIntermedia.com has been used in an effort to spread disinformation about the 9-11 attack on the internet and uncovered evidence last week that the firm had numerous underworld connections. So why in the world was it, would Israeli intelligence be wanting to obfuscate the cause of 9-11? Here's what happened. Men are from Mars and was not an instant hit when it was first published almost 10 months after its release. Grace flagship book had received little acclaim and climbed and, cl and climbed no to or climb no bestseller lists. Enter Adnan Khashoggi and Lieutenant Rami Batroy, who we've learned also used the name or the nom de guerre Rami al Botswana, Swani, while running an air carrier for Khashoggi used in illegal shipments of arms to Iran, which was eventually placed in the State Department's list of unsavory companies and barred from doing business with any agency of the U.S. government. Remember the Iran Contra affair. All this stuff connects. All of this stuff connects in the background. It took a year to get to the bestseller list that McCullen, president and publisher of HarperCollins Trade Group, in an interview, Gray is the beneficiary of turbocharged marketing campaign in which the author is an active partner. Gray owes his huge success and resulting fortune to Khashoggi's Saudi Genesis, an intricate web of rapidly changing corporate fronts and dummy corporations with the word Genesis in their name, involved in wholesale criminal fraud that looks to be a textbook example of continuing criminal enterprise. I'd like to point you to the dummy corporation comment there and what you've witnessed with, with uh, uh, Joe Biden and his family and the dummy corporations. There's a lot of dummy corporations around some of these other people we have been talking about quite recently. 
which is interesting to note. Saudi Money picked up John Gray's book and Gray himself and ran with it, creating infomercials that drove sales up until they became a worldwide publishing phenomena. Michael Rupert and the phony 9-11 truth movement are defending taking money from someone who owes his fame and success to Saudi money for Khashoggi, provided through a company incorporated by Barry Seal's attorney, the same man currently suing for his emotional distress. No doubt this is just a freak coincidence, and Gray is even alleged to be involved in papers filed in a major lawsuit in federal court in Minneapolis in the recent $200 million looting of the Genesis principles engaged in while on their way out of town. His trading account was used in the scheme and alleges the suit. But apparently that doesn't make him a close associate of Khashoggi, not at least for the purpose of taking money from him, and not in Michael Rupert's book. But the proof is something the former detective appears to disdain as witnesses his incessant pushing of 9-11, red herrings from Bush New to no plots to no planes to peak oil as the latest end of the world as we know it pulpit pounder too so this is the way that they're doing it they're they're putting out all of these different narratives around the event so that no one can understand what the event what really happened the people that seem to be anti the administration are putting out information the people that seem to be pro the information the the administration are putting out other information the conspiracy world is putting out information and all of it comes at you from a different angle and everybody has some sort of different spin or uh, uh, a line of um, line of uh, questioning that they that they endeavor on, which literally usually none of it has anything to do with anything that actually occurred, and that is the point of this. It's very similar to what you saw go on around January the sixth, and the fallout from that. Speaking of Rupert, Mister Peak Oil in his book Crossing the Rubicon claims the Deutsche Bank head. Mayo Shatnik III was involved with Khashoggi in an insider trading scandal just before 9-11. Deutsche Bank is a Rothschild bank that also has a stake in Zion's bank, which was involved in a failed Khashoggi venture in Utah, again, Utah, in the mid-1980s. Adnan Khashoggi's perhaps the best-known Saudi billionaire controls his investment through Ultimate Holdings Limited and Genesis Intermedia which was reported to have been connected to suspicious stock trades around the time of the September 11 attacks. A number of you out there probably understand uh, all the stuff that occurred with the, uh, the, um, the stock trades and the uh, put, put options that were being manipulated at the time because a lot of people knew what was getting ready to happen. Rupert, who became a prominent 9-11 truther around the same time as Alex Jones, has also had personal dealings with Jones and it's troubling enough that Mossad through Khashoggi and Genesis Intermedia were possibly involved in insider trading with prior knowledge of the September 11, 2001 attacks. But what Alex Jones and his prior knowledge, but what about Alex Jones and his prior knowledge? Was it just an educated guess or were Jones and his handlers in the know? And what about Genesis Intermedia and Alex Jones's network, Genesis Communication? Were Khashoggi and friends, the Mossad informants who tipped Jones off according to the Hobsicker, possi possibly. Now, we, have, we know about Bill Cooper and what Bill Cooper was saying was getting ready to happen two months, like in July of that year of 2001, and then Alex Jones started piping up about a month before, acting like he had insider information. So it's just very interesting the way that this is all coming together. And then this is also interesting. From their base in Tampa, Florida, who else has set up bases <laughs> in Tampa, Florida. 
near Tampa, Florida. Khashoggi and El Batrai controlled a network of companies all using the word Genesis in their name. The number of Khashoggi-owned Genesis companies we found keeps growing. There is or was Genesis Aviation, Genesis Aviation 2, Genesis uh, Diverse Field Investments, or Diversified Investments, Genesis Studio and Production Core, Genesis Media Group, Genesis Property, Genesis Intermedia, and Genesis Genesis Intermedia.com, Genesis Delaware, Genesis Florida. The list goes on and on and on. And we have found a number of these different quote-unquote dummy corporations, like I said, connected to a number of other people in the current era. And then there's the Genesis Communication Network. There are actually two of them, seemingly unrelated, but they're so extremely similar in the fraud department to each other and to the Saudi Genesis that the relationship appears strongly familial. We are still uncertain as to how close they are, and kissing cousins is the very least of it. The first GCN is the so-called Patriot Network, hosting Alex Jones and Dave Van Kleist and Ah, the individual fronting for the latest See the Flash extravaganza advertisements for which we are spamming the internet at a rate that must be causing concern amongst conservatives of our digital landscape of ones and zeros. Van Clist is our pick for this in of the of the year, a special honor, considering that there was some fierce competition, of course. See the flash drive from the power hour like Alex Jones is part of the Genesis Communications Network. Hopsaker doesn't give us anything really substantial, and since the Khashoggi dummy corporations have disappeared quickly, we may never find the proof linking to the various Genesis companies. However, the dealings of Khashoggi's Genesis dummies bear a striking resemblance to Alex Jones's InfoWars and Prison Planet infomercials, dozens and dozens of which belong to the Jewish-owned companies. Hopsaker continues that the Saudi Genesis companies specialized in marketing to the masses through infomercials and on the internet. Everything from plastic surgeon's cream to ab energizers to fraudulent get-rich-quick schemes like trade-your-way-to-riches created by Batwai of the Genesis approach to James Bur- or Jake Bernstein and the seminar of the Burbank, California about the possibility of marketing Bernstein's futures trading product through creation of the infomercial. Bernstein built himself as the world's foremost authority on pattern recognition and cycles of the author of over 25 books, and he must be pretty good at recognizing it when it's time to leave town at least because he's gone to prison recently, found an easier way to get rich instead of trading futures he would trade an investor's gullibility, wrote one whistleblower. Hopsicker points out that the same shady dealings of Khashoggi's Genesis, nothing to do with shady, Khashoggi's Genesis have occurred with Alex Jones's Genesis and the John Joseph Gray, different from the 9-11 truther John Gray. Christian media has repeatedly sought to expose the treachery at the Genesis Communications Network for several years. They stole their original equipment from another Patriot network named Republic Radio, fraudulently reclaiming that they had purchased the network. The management of Genesis literally backed up a U-Haul and loaded up the broadcasting equipment while the rightful owner was out of town. Hopsaker says the executive president of Genesis Communication in Minnesota is Michael uh, Midas Report shares the same address as another website called Bridges for Peace, where you can visit Israel without leaving your computer. It appears to be a Christian Zionist organization. Keep in mind that Alex Jones has admitted on air to being a Zionist and claims that his Jewish wife, Violet, is a Christian, obviously of the Zionist Protestant strain. Jones surrounded by Jewish people in his daily life, and whether it's by his friends in Hollywood like Charlie Sheen or Joe Rogan or Elizabeth Schering 
who also represents the ultra-Zionist Bromfman dynasty, one of the most powerful families in the world. You guys, have we talked about Bromfman here a number of times? The Bromfmans are also connected to Khashoggi in several ways, including through the Iran-Contra affair and Barrett Gold. Really? Here we go. The world's largest gold mining cooperation founded in 1983 by Khashoggi and Peter Monk. Interestingly, Alex Jones got wind of the accusation that he and Khashoggi may be in cahoots. And foolishly, Alex Jones publicly commented and revealed some of his cards. But there's nothing wrong with the founders of Texas. But there's nothing wrong with being Jewish if I was. So it's very, very annoying. They say Jones is a Jew. You know, uh, uh, you know, all of this stuff, and then I work for Israel, and, and then they claim that, um, what is it, uh, some guy named Khashoggi uh, had something called Genesis. You know, there's Genesis porn magazines and Genesis this. There's hundreds of companies called Genesis. Yeah. They don't ever go look at the incorporation papers of, of Genesis in Minnesota. It's Ted Anderson Company, like set up in like 97. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ted Anderson is supposedly. No, 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 no. He's owned by a Saudi Arabian uh -huh. who they then say works for the Israelis and has no connection to that. And, uh, you know, these people put that stuff out. You know, you always wonder why Hopsinger's been sued like a hundred times because uh -huh. he just makes stuff up. But, they, but you have to understand, I have the number one show. Mm -hmm. It is gross. <laughs> you believe him? <laughs> There's absolutely no way on God's green earth that Alex Jones doesn't know who Khashoggi is. He is the conspiracy king, right? He should know who all the big players are. This is part of what we've been talking about. The, the art of omission. <laughs> That's what Q was trying to get people to focus on, was why do they omit things? Why are they not being crystal clear whenever they're, quote, unquote, bringing you the truth? Here's a look at some of Khashoggi's other disturbing connections. Is he not a big player? Khashoggi's father, Mohammed Khashoggi, was Mohammed was Mohammed bin Laden's Osama's father's family physician. And non Khashoggi attended college at Alexandria, Egypt, with some of Osama bin Laden's siblings. Joseph A. Ball, the principal author of the Warren Commission report, represented Khashoggi in the 1980 divorce from uh, Sarara Khashoggi. Author Michael Collins, Piper, in his book, Final Judgment, makes a good case for the JFK assassination being orchestrated by Israel and Mossad. After the death of her second husband, Jackie Kennedy, was romantically involved with Khashoggi. Khashoggi secretly contributed to Richard Nixon's 1968 presidential campaign, attended Nixon's funeral in 1994. Remember that Nixon also attended the Bohemian Grove. Alex Jones first became famous for allegedly crashing the Bohemian Grove and publishing video footage from one of the rituals. Khashoggi was implicated in the Iran-Contra scandal as a key middleman. The middleman. Remember Donald Trump talking about the middleman? Oh, those middlemen. Hmm. In the arms for hostages exchange, along with Iranian arms dealer Mukhtar Gorbanifer, good Lord, during the administration of U.S. President Ronald Reagan. Convicted in absentia of fraud in Thailand over the 1996 collapse of Bangkok Bank of Commerce, Khashoggi's daughter, Nabila, his former wife, Lamia Khashoggi, formerly Laura Benacoloni, I can't get that right either, and Ali Khashoggi are high-level members of the Church of Scientology. Alex Jones's Prison Planet website is a Scientologist term. 
He's also friends with Hollywood Scientologists like Charlie Sheen and others. Teresa Lepore was the supervisor of the elections in Palm Beach County during the disputed 20, 2000 election. That was the election with the hanging chads. In the 1980s, when, we, when she was chief deputy supervisor of elections, she moonlighted as a flight attendant on private planes owned by Adnan Khashoggi. Robert G. Morvillo, the lawyer who got Khashoggi acquitted for uh, siphoning money from the Ferdinand and Emilda Marcos, remember that whole fiasco, also not so lucky as Martha Stewart, in 1960s and 70s, Morvillo, or Morvillo served in the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, where they mentored a young assistant U.S. attorney named Rudolph Giuliani. While Manhattan U.S. Attorney Giuliani once tried unsuccessfully to prosecute Adnan Shikogi for fraud in connection with a real estate venture. Khashoggi met with Richard Pearl. Do you remember Richard Pearl? Shortly before the American invasion of Iraq in 2003, Pearl was a member of the Jewish-dominated PNAC, Project for a New American Century, which is widely believed to have been intimately involved in carrying out the 9-11 attacks. Interestingly, there are even more associations between Khashoggi and Israeli Mossad, and as well, we shall see the Lansky Crime Syndicate, which incidentally murdered President Kennedy, according to Dean Henderson in the International Oil, Drugs, Guns, and Kissinger. Tibor Rosenbaum's Geneva, or yeah, Geneva-based Bank de Carita Internationale, or the BCI, was the predecessor of BCCI. Skimming profits. We're going to hear a lot about that too. Uh, as coming up, the BCCI. We're going to be going into that in depth in the second hour. Skimming profits from Mayor Lansky's casinos and drug dealers to finance MI6 and Mossad skullduggery, including Permadex. Lansky got his start in organized crime with financial help from the Rothschild family. Robert Vesco got his wings from the Rockefeller financed Mary Carter Paint Company, Santos Trafficant in is their successor. The Israeli Rosenbaum BCI was a predecessor of the BCCI, Bank of Credit and Commerce International, which financed Khashoggi and his dealings. Rosenbaum, a director of finance and supply for Mossad, was intimately involved with the Jewish Lansky Permadex crime syndicate and conspired to assassinate Kennedy. BCCI also inherited and vastly expanded Khashoggi's use of money to influence and corrupt American politicians. BCCI's Pakistani president, Agha Hassan Abid, Ab, Abidi, rescued Jimmy Carter's Treasury Secretary, Burt Lance, from bankruptcy, thereby developing a relationship with Carter himself. To tie things up, it wouldn't at all be, it wouldn't at all surprise if Midas Resources, Inc., headed by Ted Anderson, supposed owner of Jones's, Genesis Communication, were an offshoot of Khashoggi's Barrick Gold Corporation. Stratfor, enter the Israeli intelligence front Stratfor, which purports to be a global intelligence company fund, founded and headed by George Zionist George Freeman. It was founded in Austin, Texas in 1996. This is George Freeman, a Hungarian-born February 1949, born in the U.S., geopolitical author on international affairs, founder and chairman of Geopolitical Futures. Prior to founding Geopolitical Futures, he was chairman of the publishing company Stratfor. 
Alex Jones also from Austin basically started his radio career in 96 on November 20th, 2012. A YouTube account holder in the name of Miss Sheree Lee revealed that Alex Jones and InfoWord had hired a former Stratfor intern named Molly Maroney as editor. Several months prior to that, American journalist David Chase wrote in a, or David Chase Taylor wrote a place, a piece saying Jones was likely a Stratfor operative given Jones's Zionist sympathies and his multiple Jewish connections. It's difficult to believe that Stratfor isn't more intimately involved in the InfoWars media empire, as well as with Gray's 9-11 truth movement, which also avoids discussing anything Israel, Israeli or yeah, anything Israeli like the plague. Taylor believes InfoWars and Jones affiliates are not only spreading disinformation, but also gathering intelligence on patriots and have been since Stratfor's founding in 1996. Hashtag honeypot. Needless to say, there certainly seem to be a lot of patriot leaders coming from the Texas area, a hotbed of Israeli intelligence activity since at least the JFK assassination in 63. And that raises the question, is Alex Jones' media empire a strat for honeypot? In his mission simply to monopolize and discredit the resistance with his widely publicized lunacy whilst harvesting IPs and other information from his followers. As one blogger observed on December 24, 2012, post Planet InfoWars admits in its privacy policy that it may hand your information over to the government entities and other third parties if you visit the website. We may use your personal identifying information when complying with any other for, with any order from any government entity. We use cookie slot files and third parties to create a profile for users and the information gathered is personally identifiable as belonging to you. Any information you disclose to third parties in your website or other websites becomes public information and you should exercise caution when deciding to disclose any personal information. What's more, I noticed this past summer a suspicious photo that Alex Jones uses on his website. The map in the background looks exactly like the map used in the photo with Stratford Chief George Freeman. WikiLeaks releases of emails sent from Strat4 from 2005 to 2011. And it uh, looks like we are uh, coming close to the uh, break with uh, Brighteon. I'd like to thank our Brighteon audience so much for uh, being here today. If you'd like to continue, we'll be five more minutes here on, uh, um, on Rumble, and then we'll be taking a little break, and then we'll be uh, another hour on the backside. So come on over to MG Show on Rumble if you'd like to join us there or Continue here on Brighteon. Thank you, Brighteon, for all your great programming and the work that you guys do over there. Top notch. WikiLeaks release of emails sent from Strat4 to 2005 to 2011 reveals exchanges between Strat4 and Jamal Khashoggi. Jamal Khashoggi. Remember that name? Who is reportedly a cousin of Adnan Khashoggi? Jamal is the general manager and editor in chief of Al Arab News Channel. In fact, Stratfor head George Freeman personally thanked Jamal Khashoggi for joining him in Istanbul for a Stratfor function. Huh, Turkey. <laughs> Although this tends to corroborate Hopseeker's assertion that Adnan Khashoggi and Alex Jones are connected. Did you really believe that Alex Jones there when he said he wasn't? So far, we have so-called 9-11 truthers, John Gray, Alex Jones, and Mike Rubin all avoiding and denying the Israeli engineering of the September 11th attacks. Now, thanks to the investigative research of Chris Boylan, we know that Alex Jones' crony Greg Palast and BBC reporter 9-11 Gatekeeper is related to the Israelis, Israel's Mossad spymaster David Kimchi. Palast is a regular guest and contributor at Alex Jones' InfoWars media outlet and Boylan writes, 
Greg Palast markets himself as an investigative journalist, but he always misses the Israeli elephant in the room. A number of other people do that too. Could it be because his father's cousin was David Kimchi, a founding father of Israeli's intelligence agency, the Mossad? Looks like Mossad has other has their little gatekeepers at every corner of the earth protecting their dirty secret. And it's no surprise that Kimchi met with Khashoggi in Kenya on May 13th of 1982. Both were key players in the Iran-Contra affair, which we're going to go into in the second hour more in depth. Incidentally, Zach Roberts from Greg Palast's office was caught feeding Stratfor with information in 2008. What a web these shills weave. And they're still out there weaving the shill web today. And guess who worked at least one special operation for Kim Chi and the company Adnan Khashoggi? According to Gordon Thomas in Gideon Spies, The Secret History of Mossad, Kim Chi assembled a colorful cast of characters to initiate the Operation Iran Arms Deal. There was Adnan Khashoggi, the Saudi petrobillionaire with a habit of eating caviar by the pond or by the pound, and an eye for the current cover girls, Manakri at their what? Thor Banafor, a former agent in the Shah's notorious Savak Secret Service, who still behaved like a spy calling meetings for the middle of the night. And there was the equally mysterious Yaakov Nimrodi, who had run agents for Amman and had once been Israel's military attache in Iran during the Shah's regime. Now things get weirder as more suspicious 77-year-old Jewish billionaire Carl Icahn was in the press in April this year for defending a multi-level marketing company called Herbalife, which hedge fund investor Bill Ackman called a pyramid scheme. Herbalife appears so similar in nature to Alex Jones' longevity sponsor that it's difficult to tell them apart. And then it continues to go on here just a little bit more, but that is pretty much the uh, depth and breadth of that article. To give everybody a little bit of an understanding of some of the background here that you've been awash in, okay? This has been going on against you for decades and decades and decades, and all of it is a joke. All of it is a farce. Everything that they are trying to weaponize and virtue signal about, you can tell what their operations are. You can tell who their generals are. You can tell who their pride uh, you know, their prize is and who they're pushing out or who they're pulling back or whatever it is that they're doing. This is the operation. This is the operation directed at you, and it's the operation that is specifically directed at people who are looking for the truth, people who want to know the truth. That, are, that is who is under assault. Yes, the truth is under assault, but the people who want to go and look for the truth are also under assault. And that is painting a picture, I hope, of the environment and the landscape that you've been navigating for the last five years and that we will be navigating for the next five years as we push forward into here we go guys we're back in stay tuned for hour number two of the matrix groove show live on red state talk radio coming right up after these words in the matrix with three x's.com Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on Rumble.com slash MG Show, Brighteon.tv, X.com, and Red State Talk 
Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There is no such thing as a bad investment. There is only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG Show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrideyOnStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrideyOnStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings.
to The Matrix Groove Show on RedStateTalkRadio.com. Just say, hey, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Go to InTheMatrix3Xs.com. We can hear you. Hit the breaker, lost in the dark till I met my maker. Fighting for peace while I'm here on God's acres. Love thy neighbor. I don't even hate haters. They say don't be violent in the face of my traitors. We can talk about it later. My savior came in flipping tables. I'm a crusader. My heart is my anchor. The angels are crying and smearing their makeup. You dance with the devil. I march to their cadence. Feeding my kids with the fruits of my labor. Paid all my payments, I'm all out of patience So save all your statements, you safe from your basement I stand on the pavement and fight for my people against you dictators Never stand alone I'd rather be losing this battle than winning While fighting for something that I know is wrong Known all along I have a purpose Gotta reach my people Ain't no common ground on the battlefield that we're standing on It's a war going on of good and evil I'm a crusader Screaming my prayers I'm hoping that God hear my word and find favor Speaking my truth in my tongue is a razor That opened the wounds leave the devil disabled I'm standing in light, so the darkness around me My heart keep on pounding, the trumpets are sounding I'm not backing down and they counting me out But I just keep on counting Yeah, armor up, Patriots. Wow, thank you very much for joining me here today on this Friday. It is uh, January the 12th already. We are less than 10 months away from the most important election ever in American history. And here at the MG Show, we're attempting to arm you with the information that you need to navigate this fiasco that you're about to witness. What have we been saying? We have been saying that you're going to see things that you've never seen before, and a number of them are already starting to happen. Just take, for instance, this whole fiasco that Hunter Biden just pulled off just this week, walking in there, acting like, very interestingly enough, making an appearance in a court case without actually appearing in front of the bar. Very interesting little tactic there taken by Hunter and his lawyers this week, and I think that a number of people may realize that uh, we are looking at 
a two-tiered justice system. We are looking at uh, rules for thee and not for me, very specifically, whenever it comes to the protected class. Now, people on the left, and the whole left wants to aggravate you and, and uh, uh, attempt to distort your perception by screaming and yelling at you, systemic racism. Quit being systemically right. Do you do 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 you uh, do, do, uh, do you denounce white supremacy? This all this crazy stuff they're trying to get people to say. I was actually saw Vivek get pinned down by one of the Washington Post reporters yesterday, and he did a really good job navigating the nonsense because it is nonsense. We all reject any violence of any sort, whether it be political or otherwise. That's not our nature. That's not what America is about. But we also have to have a justice system that functions. We have to have prosecutors who are willing to prosecute, not wanting to sit there and virtue signal because of all the criminals that they're letting out of prison. Very interestingly enough, even right now, uh, there was uh, one state I saw a news story yesterday where they're telling people to not release images from your ring cameras of people stealing your packages because that could be criminal. You're exposing the person that is stealing from you, okay? That's where we're currently at, and that's what all the whole establishment globalist order are on board with. They're pretending like they're not in public, but they are on board with that. And the, all of that stuff connects to what we're talking about here today, which is the uh, military corruption. And that's what it is. It's military corruption, and it's been going on for decades and decades and decades. And we used to have some sense of investigation into that reality, and now the only people that are going to investigate that reality are people like you and me and us and this show and this fight to get Donald Trump elected so that a lot of this can get to the further or get out there further to a larger audience. So that's kind of what we're doing here. And in our number one, we talked about uh, Strat 4 connections. We talked about Khashoggi. We talked about Alex Jones and a number of the different things that are connected. So here we're going to jump over to talking about the Black Network. And I think of, uh, of a few of you have seen this post, and I'm going to drop this link to this post here, which will give you uh, um, a lead-in to what we're going to be discussing in this hour. And we're going to go right here. The Black Network Octopus Nebula and Joint. Okay, now this is based off a July 29, 1991 Time Magazine article. And let's see, maybe I can make that just a little bit bigger. It's all, does that go bigger? Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. It's going to be kind of set off to the side, but that's okay. Let's see. Move this. Ah, there we go. Okay. <clears throat> How the corrupt BCCI bank had been controlled by what senior officials term is the black network. Think about black network, black cube, black water, all this stuff. Kofor black, da, 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 da. What are they referencing? which it ties to many Western intelligence agencies, including the CIA, DIA, and the Mossad, arms merchants and dictators around the world, this hugely powerful conglomerate was involved in drug running, arms trafficking, gold smuggling, assassinations, and bribing government officials. From other sources, it became clear that the Black Network operatives were working with the CIA and Mossad, and there is no difference between the CIA and Mossad or Five Eyes. It's all the same. They just want you to think it's different, indicating these two elements really controlled the network and see the uh, Le Nebulous article from uh, some details of the Time magazine. Here's a few of the 
key points. BCCI is more than just a criminal bank. From interviews with sources close to the BCCI, Time pieced together a portrait of clandestine division of the bank called the Black Network, which functions as a global intelligence operation and a mafia-like enforcement squad operating primarily out of the bank's offices in Karachi, Pakistan. The the 1,500-employee Black Network has used sophisticated spy equipment and techniques along with bribery, extortion, kidnapping, and even, by some accounts, murder. The Black Network, so named by its own members, stops at almost nothing to further the bank's aims the world over. The more conventional conventional departments of BCCI handled such services as laundering money for the drug trade and helping dictators loot their national treasuries. Seen any of that happening lately? (laughs) The Black Network, which is still functioning, operates a lucrative arms trade business and transport drugs and gold. According to investigators and participants in these operations, it often works with the Western and Middle Eastern intelligence agencies. The strange and still murky ties between BCCI and the intelligence agencies of several countries are so pervasive, and even the White House has become entangled, as Time reported earlier this month. The National Remember, this is 1991. The National Security Council used BCC under Bush 1 to funnel money for the Iran-Contra deal, and the CIA maintained accounts in BCCI for covert operations. In other words, the CIA is allowed to utilize the banks for whatever they want to use it for, and there's not going to be any uh, investigation into them, much like recently there hasn't been any investigation into the suspicious activity reports regarding Hunter Biden. Almost 200 of them. If you get one suspicious activity report, your bank account will be gone, your money will be gone, and uh, essentially, you'll be gone. Moreover, investigators have told Time that the Defense Intelligence Agency, the DIA, has maintained a slush fund account with BCCI, apparently to pay for their clandestine activities. Oh, what a great operation, right? Utilize a foreign country banking network to fund your clandestine operations. Very interestingly, uh, uh, let's uh, connect our minds to the Awan brothers. And what were the Awan brothers doing that Q pointed out very early on? Weren't they a network that was uh, coming uh, that were working with Congress and had uh, do, they were doing the IT for all the congressional people and their staffers. What were they really doing? Were they there to manage their assets, i.e., your congressmen and senators? BCI Black Network officer who is now a secret U.S. government witness. Sources have told investigators that the BCCI worked closely with the Israeli spy agencies, and other Western intelligence groups as well, especially in arms deals. The bank also maintained cozy relationships with the international terrorists, say investigators who discovered suspected terrorist accounts for Libya, Syria, and the Palestine Liberation Organization in the BCCI's London offices. So in other words, all of these countries have their own little network accounts. What were they doing? The Soviet invasion of Afghanistan in 1979 and the resulting strategic importance of neighboring Pakistan accelerated the growth of BCCI's geopolitical power and its unbridled use of the black network. And we want to connect you to the Afghanistan and what happened with the Soviet Union in Afghanistan connected to the time of Tim Osman, a.k.a. Osama bin Laden. And the setup that was going on there in the early 
80s, late 70s in the Mujahideen, and we were funding them against the Soviets, and then we ended up turning the Mujahideen into Al-Qaeda circa 9-11. The bank was in a unique position to operate an intelligence gathering unit because it dealt with such figures as Noriega, Saddam, Marcos, uh, Peruvian President Alan Garcia, Daniel Ortega. You guys have heard some of these names before. You probably remember some of them when you were young. Uh, Contra leader Adolfo Calero and arms dealers like Adnan Khashoggi. Its original purpose was to pay bribes, intimidate authorities, and quash investigations. According to a former operative, sometime in the early 80s, the Black Network began running its own drugs and weapons and currency deals. You're going to see that there really is no difference in what you're looking at here than the mafia. There really is no difference in the way the mafia works and the way the church works. There's really no difference between the mafia, the church, and the cartel. They're all working the same angle to destroy you. That's the angle. I was recruited by the Black Network in the early 1980s, says an Arab-born employee who has ties to the ruling family in the Middle East and has told U.S. authorities of his role in running one of the black units. They came to me while I was in school in the U.S. They spoke my language. Now think about this. Whenever you're thinking, remember, we were just talking about the Awan brothers. So just kind of think about this in this schematic. You guys know the history of Barack Obama, right? How they came to him, how they groomed him, how they put him through school. They came to me while I was in school in the U.S. and they spoke my language. They knew all my friends and gave me money. They told me they wanted me to join the organization and described its wealth and political power but at first, they never said exactly what the organization did. This operative called himself Mustafa, underwent a year of training that began with education in psychology and the principles of leadership and proceeded into spycraft with lessons in electric surveillance, breaking and entering, and interrogation techniques. Then the nature of our advisors changed, says the nature of our advisors changed, says Mustafa. The pleasantness was gone, and we moved to Pakistan, where we trained with firearms. Mustafa's first operational assignment took him to London. They gave us passports, and they gave us identification, and we moved a shipment of unidentified goods in England that they had more ID waiting for us because customs and immigration are strict. But when we moved many places into India or China or Latin America, matters were taken care of, and we just slipped right through the borders we would be met, and it was always all arranged. A typical operation took place in April of 1989 when a container ship from Columbia docked during the night at Karachi, Pakistan. Black unit operatives met the ship after paying $100,000 in bribes to Pakistani custom officials. The band unloaded large wooden crates from several containers, and they were so heavy we had, we had to use a crane rather than the forklift. Says one participant, the crates were trucked to a secure airport and loaded aboard an unmarked 707 where an American, believed by the black unit members to be a CIA agent, supervised the frantic activity. The black network was the bank's deepest secrets, but rumors of its activities filtered through the bank's managerial level with chilling effectiveness. Senior bankers voice fears that they will be financially ruined or physically maimed or even killed if they are found talking about BCCI's activities. Businessmen who pursued shady deals, no association with shady, with BCCI are just as frightened. 
Look, says an arms dealer, these people work hard, work hand in hand with the drug cartels. They can have anybody killed. Currently, the black units have focused their scrutiny and intimidation on investigations or on investigators. Our own people have been stalked out or followed, and we suspect tapped telephones, says New York law enforcement officer. So they don't, they don't investigate. They investigate people who are trying to investigate. We see that over and over and over again. The octopus. The term was created by the murdered journalist, journalist Danny Casalero to describe the global criminal CIA-run conglomerate. He was investigating, sorry, the global criminal CIA-ran conglomerate he was investigating, although it isn't known for this term was also used by the people involved in this network. His work was very unique, and he was clearly digging very deep, too deep, it appears, before he was killed, as have many, many others. Casalaro had already received numerous warnings and death threats, but apparently he couldn't back off. As for me, I agree with Casalaro's take on the subject. Parts of his investigation are discussed in the 1996 book, The Lost Circle of Cherry, The Lost Circle of Cherry Seymour. Ken Thomas and Jim Keith also discussed Casalaro's work in their 1996 book, The Octopus, Secret Government, and the Death of Danny Casalaro, which is a number of, of uh, some of this stuff is coming from. Although Danny Casalero does not state it explicitly in his notes, he apparently conceived the octopus starting as an anti-communist response to Filsby's betrayal found out about in 1963, a conclave of OSS and CIA veterans dispersing and, co- and uh, coalescing in what Colasaro called tag team compartments and reaping huge benefits through assassinations, arms sales, the control of governments, international drug trafficking, and the promotion of international fascism. So in other words, promoting international fascism under the guise of anti-communism. Have we seen that before? Are you seeing that often? (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? Danny Casolaro believed the octopus responsible for criminal conspiracies, which linked formed a virtual history of intelligence double dealing from 1950 to the present, these events, in Casalaro's view, included the ousters of U.S. President Richard Nixon, hmm, political dirty trickster out there, Australian Prime Minister uh, Go Whitlam, the Shah of Iran, which you guys all understand what happened with that, and the murders of Chilean President Allende and, of course, President Kennedy. Casalaro saw the octopus tentacles intertwined throughout the creation of the Golden Triangle and Latin America drug trade. Remember the Latin American drug trade and uh, the reality of when that was set up and by who that was being set up and who was the president at the time and who became president after in Mena, Arkansas. Octopus tentacles entwined throughout the creation of the global triangle in Latin America drug trade, the Cuban Bay of Pigs debacle, the October surprise, the BCCI banking scandal, and almost as an afterthought, the theft of the Promise P-R-O-M-I-S software. Casalaro found a secret team, a high cabal of players operating a clandestine parallel government. Hear that? Found a secret team, a high cabal of players operating a clandestine parallel government. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? What this whole McChrystal group and stuff have been up to. 
and the way that they action intelligence and take in intelligence and identify problems. The cabal had operated beyond the control or the scrutiny of the elected government, financed by drug running from Southeast Asia and the Americas. Casolaro believed that the crimes could best be identified by linking them to a small network of named individuals that made up his octopus. He outlined their hierarchy and provided specific detail about their behind-the-scenes role in, con in contemporary political history. Casolaro named people both familiar and unfamiliar to other researchers. He deemed the first-level operatives to be the Richard Helms, George Pender, John Philip Nicholas, and Ray Klein. The second level included Robert Chasen, E. Howard Hunt, Edwin Wilson, Thomas Kleins, and Ted Shackley. Shackley was influential in the Shackley, definitely the leader of what Casolaro terms as the second level. Working back for, backward from the promised theft, Casolaro saw them in a new relationship, a nearly organic entity that impacted on both past and then current events. The Octopus, page 71, interview with investigative reporter Virginia McCullough, Danny would say that he couldn't believe the government would do drugs for arms. He was God, motherhood, and apple pie, I would say. Look, Danny, let's get real. We're living in the 20th century. The Nebula. Spoken about in the 1994 Atlas dossier on this website. It involves, there's a number of things about the Atlas dossier coming back around currently, as a matter of fact. It involves a network of Mossad agents and Russian mafia, but also CIA politicians and bankers. Elements are very recognizable compared to the previous two terms, Black Network and Octopus intro of the relevant Atlas dossier document. To comprehend this nebula, it is necessary to abandon traditional financial or political logic. This is not merely a question of, of nation, political party, or ordinary economics. Our conclusion would be that at least over the last 20 years, the economic powers, some of which mafia types have allied themselves with political forces and organized criminal structures and reached the fourth stage of money laundering, namely absolute power. It has been specified to us at the present moment that these characters control 50% of the world economy. And this was written in 1991. Okay. So this gives you an idea of what in the hell you're dealing with and what you're looking at and what has been happening to you as Donald Trump rose to power and started to out this. I know he's not necessarily saying anything about this, but he is outing it. He wants you to see it. He wants you to look at it, to dig into the corruption, because this is where the rubber beats the road. The joint network described by Kay Griggs, joint is actually one of several terms her husband, a top Marine Corps official, used for several networks he was involved with. The joint specifically refers to his group's alliance with the Zionist network headquartered in New York. I have interacted with Kay Griggs, did extensive research on her claims, and see no reason at all to doubt her statements. And despite the fact that she has a severe bias against Jews, this is only to be expected as Griggs was protected by Sarah McClendon, part of the old non-neocon anti-liberal establishment and old anti-Zionist American Security Council and John Birch Society Network. It also seems to explain why she is allowed to speak out and shows like as shows like Alex Jones and Jeff Rents have their roots in these same groups. Okay. 
And that is exactly correct. <clears throat> the committee of 26, the group is mentioned in Simon Regan's book, Who Killed Diana. The author was informed about this group through his intelligence contacts, including one who advised him to look into Les Circles. Les a quote from his book, my own security contacts, including the Bernese, have also told me about a highly mysterious organization called the Committee of 26, which is apparently based in Bristol in England's West Country. I've never heard of this and can find no other official uh, reference in any file, but it apparently is a super secret liaison desk between the highest echelons of British and American agencies as the cooperation of the French. And I was told it was the old guard. Hmm? The old guard and worked unilaterally that it is with a kind of uncontrolled super agency, which answered to no one. I cannot show that this agency ever exists, but I trust that the Borhanas, but she was unable to give me any feasible further chapter and verse. This could well be disinformation as this is certainly the case with Coleman's committee of 300 Coleman's book years back, looking for evidence of the committee's existence, but couldn't find it. So in other words, they hide this stuff very well and they hide it intentionally. They hide it because they know what it is they are doing, and they're hiding it because they know that if the majority of the, of not only the country, not only just America, not the majority of the country, but the majority of the world knows it, then it's absolute crickets for these people. They realize that. They realize that this is the reason that they have to fight so hard. This is why they fight so hard. And so right down here, I want to just uh, bring this in before we wrap up with this. And I made a post about this uh, a few months back, but this is insane. And you've got to get your mind around what in the hell it was, what the hell it is that we have been doing as quote unquote America, as you know, we're sitting here being fed nothing but diabetes causing food and we're being fed poison and we're being told lies and we're being uh, uh, given vaccinations to kill us and shut us up and push us aside. Why are they doing all that to distract you from all of this and from what they've been doing in your name to millions and millions and millions of people around the world for the last 60 to a hundred years, consistently longer really, but either way, over the years, I've come across certain alleged coups in the countries below, usually carried out by the CIA and other times by MI6 and French intelligence. Several of the coups also involved the Israelis. The dates are picked based on either a major event in that year or when a slower, more drawn-out coup went into action. Like in Tibet, for example, this is the list of a guide of Google and the country listed together with the coup and the CIA. You are likely to find more than enough information. Some curious assassinations, which could be suspected as having been part of the coup, have not been listed. An example of this is the death of left-leaning Indian politicians Sanjay Gandhi and uh, Indira Gandhi, 1984, and Rajiv Gandhi in 1991. Keep in mind that open action instead of covert action has become the norm since the early 80s, meaning that major think tanks and foundations continue to support student and pro-democracy groups in all countries the West takes an interest in. Freedom House, the National Endowment for Democracy, the National Democratic Institute, the Open Society Foundations of George Soros have been examples of this type of activity like Alan Weinstein, co-founder of National Endowment for Democracy, acknowledged a lot that we do today. Here's the list and the dates. This is what we've done. You, and I'm going to say you because you're you the people. 
and I'm not trying to be derogatory toward you specifically, but this is you. You did this. America did this. Coups generated by the intelligence network from around the world. Albania, 48, Italy, Burma, Egypt, Iran, Philippines, Vietnam, Guatemala, Hungary, Guatemala, Laos, Tibet, Thailand, Congo, Cuba, Ecuador, Algeria, United Nations, Yemen, France, United States, Iraq, Dominican Republic, Bolivia, Brazil, Italy, Indonesia, Ghana, Greece, Iraq, United States, Cambodia. Remember, this is Iraq in 68. Cambodia, Bolivia, Uganda, Chile, Angola, Portugal, Australia, Great Britain, Nigeria, Jamaica, Afghanistan, Turkey, Nicaragua, Ecuador, Panama. list goes on and on. Haiti, Sierra Leone, Azerbaijan, Turkey, Kosovo, Venezuela, Georgia, Ukraine. On and on, Lebanon, Palestine, Honduras, Ecuador again, Kyrgyzstan, Ecuador again, Ukraine, and on and on and on. It's you. Are you proud? Are you happy? Are you excited? You did that. You should be elated. You should be jumping for joy. That's what they tell you. They tell you that we did all this for you. We, 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 we usurped these countries' natu uh, natural government so that we could give them <clears throat> democracy. We have to pass them democracy. We got to give them, we got to give it to them, you know. We, we, we like have, well, we have these trees, you know, and there's all these trees that grow democracy here in America. You know, we can just go out there in the morning and we send the illegal immigrants out there and we pick the democracy off the trees and sending it to other countries. That's the way a lot of people in this country think about the things that they're being told. They literally do have that type of a mindset. We got to get on the same page. And we're not going to be on the same page unless we understand what it is that has been done in your name. This is done in your name. This isn't conjecture. This isn't uh, hypothetical. This is literal. I'm going to read uh, just real quick from this article uh, before we jump to the other one. The Iran-Contra affair, or Iran-Gate, was the result of a decades-long U.S. support for the Shah of Iran, as well as an inaction by the Carter administration to keep the Ayatollah's influence at bay. Remember who our number one enemy is. Oh, it's Iran. Oh, Iran is our main enemy. Oh, yeah, it's not like we went there and set him up and made him the enemy, man. When the Shah's regime collapsed in 79, Rockefeller and Associates convinced Carter to allow the Shah's refuge in the U.S., leading to an acute and strong anti-American feeling in Iran, not only with the Ayatollah. Why did they let him come to the, to the U.S.? Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. But also with the general population, Iranian radicals seized the American embassy while the Iranian leadership began to sponsor and train Hezbollah, an Islamic paramilitary organization in Lebanon, which soon also began to take American hostages. After the first hostages had been taken, the members of the U.S. government, often through Israel, began to negotiate arms shipments to supposedly pro-Western factions in Iran and the Iranian government. The idea was that these factions would negotiate the release of hostages. These arms for hostages deals proved unsuccessful. However, as new hostages would be taken on as soon as previous group had been released, eventually these secret arms shipments were exposed, leading to the Iran aspect of the Iran-Contra affair. Interesting, you know, the timing of all of this. <clears throat> now we're going to jump back to this article that was referenced in the one that we were reading at the, uh, in the first hour. We're going to go through that here just a little bit. Alex Jones, a Stratford double agent. 
Alex Jones' straw man on February 27, roughly two weeks after the original story linking Jones to Stratfor had been published, WikiLeaks releases an alleged email from Stratfor mentioning Alex Jones in a negative light. Now, I want to take you back in time, circa 2012, 2011, 2010, the WikiLeaks. I want you to look at this. Now, what we've been bringing on this show and explaining to you about WikiLeaks and how did this play out? Who was the target? WikiLeaks was the target. Who was coming after the military-industrial complex? WikiLeaks. Who was exposing Strat 4 and Alex Jones having a connection? WikiLeaks. Then what started to happen? What started to happen whenever Donald Trump decided he was going to run for president? Who was out there screaming and yelling about WikiLeaks and their connection? to Russia, starting to see a puppet pattern here, hashtag Roger Stone. The timing of the Stratfor email release by WikiLeaks was curious, especially considering that Stratfor was allegedly hacked. Whoa, we've had a lot of these hacked. The bogus Stratfor email was then used by Jones' Infowars and other intelligence operatives to attack Stratfor in a desperate attempt to distance Jones from Stratfor. The Stratfor email, the U.S. government needs to make body pics available like the MXs do with OBL's pants pulled down to shout down the lunatics like Alex Jones and Glenn Beck. The alleged Stratfor email was an obvious and blatant straw man fallacy aimed at deceiving Jones listeners into believing that the Stratfor buzz sounding surrounding Jones was about a one-sentence blurb about Jones being a lunatic rather than the real connections made between Jones and Stratfor in the original Truther.org article. To Jones's credit, the trickery did manage to fool a lot of people who had heard about the Jones Strat 4 connection secondhand. And although the Jones, although the Strat 4 email did manage to muddy the waters in respect to the Jones Strat 4 connection, it also proved that there is a direct working relationship between Alex Jones, Strat 4, and WikiLeaks. Now, this is very interesting to uncover here because, like I said before, what are we talking about? We're talking about the military-industrial complex. What are we, what are we uh, uh, focusing on? We're focusing on their processes and their actions. WikiLeaks was targeted because WikiLeaks was exposing this level. So they have to try to coalesce. They're trying to make everything look stable. There's always this attempt to stabilize the narrative. As detailed in the original article, Stratfor admits to being an intelligence gathering center, and therefore it stands to reason that Alex Jones and his affiliates of InfoWars and Prison Planet have likely been gathering intelligence data and information on patriotic Americans since 1996, coincidentally the same exact year that Stratfor was founded. What would a CIA covert intelligence operation set up to look like a random broadcast business look like the cover-up is always worse than the crime what has transpired since alex jones stratford connection was made is quite shocking especially considering that there is now evidence linking jones and stratford directly to the murder of journalist andrew breitbart not only did jones and stratford collude with other intelligence operatives such as wikileaks larry sinclair will wayne madison wesley rawls mark dice and jason Burmas in an attempt to whitewash the jones stratford connection 
Jones and Stratford had an intelligence operative attack the author of the messenger, David Chase Taylor, repeatedly with vicious personal attacks while never once addressing the evidence disclosed by Mr. Taylor. Based on following evidence, Alex Jones is likely a Stratford Strategic Forecasting Inc. double agent. This conclusion is based on the following data and research, which should leave little doubt that Alex Jones has been built up over the last decade, which is longer now, to prematurely ejaculate the second American Revolution, disrupt genuine political movements, and gather intelligence on American citizens. Now, you think about that right there, disrupt genuine political movements, and think about what you know now with the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and what Mr. Clay Higgins explained to us that we played the other day. What did he say? He said that the agents that were placed within the groups that were targeted were the ones within the groups that were initiating the conversations about violence. It's their only focus. It's the only way they're going to smear you. The only way they're going to smear you is to paint you as violent so that they can utilize force against you. That's what they're doing. And so many people are playing right into it. And that, in my opinion, personal opinion, that's why Q was here. That's what Q was here to explain to us was exactly this in the background operations that were going on in sequence and tandem with one another. And in on TV, on TV, it looks like they're wrestling, but off of TV, they're buying each other dinner. Alex Jones film Endgame appears to be the cover for the operation Endgame, a plan implementing by the office of detention and removal operations of the U S department of Homeland security and immigration and customs enforcement to detain and deport all removable aliens and suspected terrorists currently living in the United States by 2012 based on following evidence and behavior history of Jones. It's highly likely this is all part of the operation. City of Austin is the capital of Texas and home to both Stratfor and Alex Jones. The city also boasts other political intelligence operatives, namely Carl Rove, top Republican strategist Stephen Jackson, founder of the Illuminati card game Jamu Green, founder of the Rock the Vote, and Salona Bonewald, founder of League of Technical Voters. Austin is located only 199 miles away from Lake Jackson, Texas, which is home of U.S. Congressman, 2012 presidential candidate Ron Paul. Needless to say, Austin represents a majority of Republicans in a right-wing power structure in America. Founded in 1996, a global intelligence company, Strategic Forecasting Inc., also known as Strat4, was founded by in Texas by George Freeman. And I showed you him earlier, the Hungarian guy. This guy, probably related to Soros, but I don't know that. Uh, career was founded in 96 when he began his radio career. The public access television cable TV program was quickly promoted and hired at the KJFK in Austin, hosting a show entitled The Final Edition. Prior to Stratfor's alleged hacking incident on December 4, 2011, the following data and information was present on the Stratfor website. And when compared, there's little doubt that Stratfor and Alex Jones's info wars and prison planning are indeed one and the same. The Apple's Stratfor website, global team of intelligence professionals provides an audience of decision makers and sophisticated news consumes consumers in the U.S. and around the world with unique insights into political, economic, and military developments. The company uses human intelligence and other sources combined with powerful analysis based on geopolitics to produce penetrating explanations of world events. This in independent, non-ideological content enables users not only to better understand international events, but also to reduce risk and identify opportunities in every region of the globe. The company delivers content daily to its website and videos, emails, and books, and iPhones, and on iPhones. 
Now, so think about this. Think about the, having this network. How are they so quick? How are they so quick to come after us? How are they so quick to uh, to derail news coming out? How, why are they so quick to scream Patriot? What is this JFK Jr. thing? What is Nasara Jasara? Do you guys know that Jasara Nasara goes back to Leo Wanta, who was a naval intelligence guy? People don't understand where this stuff comes from. It's all a PSYOP. Everything is a PSYOP. Stratfor website delivers critical intelligence perspectives through situation reports, uh, snapshots of global breaking news. This is, this is giving you the schematic right here of how these people that are connected to dis, defeat disinfo and the quote-unquote digital soldiers are operating against you. And also, in my opinion, a little bit more in-depth of what Q meant by the 4 a.m. talking points. It didn't really just mean that in the mainstream media world, in my opinion. Uh, situation reports, snapshots of the global breaking news. Analysis, daily reports that assess key world events and their significance. Quarterly and annual forecasts, rigorous predictions of what will happen next. What is Alex Jones always doing? Telling you what's going to happen next. How does he know? Because he's an insider. Not because he has inside sources. Because he is the insider. He's the dissemination portal. Multimedia engaging, multimedia engaging videos and information-rich interactive maps and five intelligence guidance internal memos that guide Stratfor staff in their intelligence gathering operations in the immediate days ahead. Currently, Stratfor products are oriented around individual subscriptions, of which the premium product is the most comprehensive in, in uh, content offered. Some of the Stratfor's work remains available free to the public. Stratfor has some products available to the public, including private briefings, corporate memberships, a publishing business that includes written and multimedia analysis, and an iPhone application. The Oranges. Alex Jones and his team of reporters, writers, and producers routinely schedule hosting, quote, former current intelligence officials such as Steve Pashinik, Wayne Matson, Anthony Schaefer, Dan, uh, David McMichael, Ray McGovern, James Rawls, just to name a few, these intelligence operatives provide Alex Jones listeners with unique insights into political, economic, and military developments. Alex Jones and InfoWars use live reporting, websites, podcasts, video streams, videos, books, iPhone applications to host a number of other media uh, to attempt to explain and make you understand the world events. Alex Jones and InfoWars delivers critical intelligence and perspectives through situation reports, Analysis. This is kind of going back through, you know, showing you the nationwide reporting, nightly news, daily radio show, forecasting, uh, uh, webs, movies, videos, websites, intelligence guidance, internal memos, likely guiding InfoWar staff to their intelligence gathering operations. Alex Jones' main product is merchandise in the way of DVDs, books, stickers, and clothing. But customers can obtain the premium Prison Planet TV membership, which allows unfettered access to all of his films and interviews and broadcasts. People in high places. According to Strat, am I boring everybody with this? You guys liking this? Hopefully, I'm not boring the audience to death. You guys sleeping out there? What's going on? <laughs> According to Stratfor, the company is the company's publicity list include Fortune 500 companies and international government agencies, although their client list is allegedly confidential. Like Stratfor, Alex Jones' publicly list includes celebs like Charlie Sheen, Willie Nelson, Jesse Ventura, and Joe Rogan as well as a number of other elite individuals within the government intelligence, Hollywood, and the corporate world. You know, Joe Rogan is another little, you know, these people are associated and affiliated and offshoots and, and arms of the same hand or uh, uh, fingers of the same hand. 
Uh, Joe Rogan thinks that Barack Obama was the greatest person ever lived, uh, but he's the most watched guy on the internet. Go figure. How and why Jones is so deeply connected to the elite, despite being a conspiracy theorist's mystery and quite baffling, unless he is indeed part of the network. And then it's going to go in here talking about the lead up to the 9-11 predictions. We'll jump over that. Uh, Strap 4 founded by George Freeman, admitted Zionist. We went into that a little bit. Uh, February 20th, there's the timeline breaking down uh, these articles as the articles were coming in. Cancels his nat- nationwide speaking tour in uh, February of 2012. And and a lot of that, you know, this was part of because they were being exposed. I mean, WikiLeaks was exposing these people and they were freaking out. I mean, this is, you know, this is right around the time of the second Obama uh, administration taking hold. And uh, a lot of this stuff started dumping out on them and it was kind of being passed along, passed off on the Obama administration. Uh, YouTube originally uploaded a February 2nd, 2012. Alex Jones states that here announcing the first of many trips that I'm going to be making across the wonderful U.S. that we live in on February of 2012. Broadcast showed just three days after the original article entitled Alex Jones, a Stratford double agent was published. Jones abruptly canceled his nationwide speaking tour without reason, except that the collapse was so imminent. Jones then went on to attack the links between himself and Stratford by stating that he had started his radio broadcast in 95 and was indeed self-made complete and utter nonsense. Immediately after the story broke, he was likely the intelligence tool strapped for the InfoWars website, removed the Alex Jones show banner, which looks almost identical to the Alex Jones strap for photo, which looks almost identical to or, or photo posted on the original truther.org site. Although the colors of the Alex Jones show is always has been Israel blue, a brand new green Alex Jones show logo was uploaded to the InfoWars website in an obvious attempt to distance Alex Jones from InfoWars uh, or from Strat4. The strange looking and oddly colored green Alex Jones show logo stayed up on InfoWars until May of 24, coincidentally just one day prior to the story being published. The, uh, da, 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 yeah, the new Alex Jones logo is another obvious clue that the cover up involving Alex Jones and Strat4 continues even today. Uh, here we go. I'm going to get through this little bit. I know we're getting close on time. On February 27, 2012, roughly two weeks after the original story linking Jones to Stratfor had been published, WikiLeaks released an alleged email from Stratfor mentioning Alex Jones in a negative light. The timing of this email by WikiLeaks was curious, especially considering that Stratfor was allegedly hacked in December of 11. The bogus Stratfor email was then used by Jones, InfoWars, and other intelligence operatives to attack Stratfor in a desperate attempt to distance Jones from Stratfor. Now you see this. This is, this is the wrestling match you are watching. This is how they do it. And you, and, and, and the reason, the reason that I'm going into all of this today, and I, you know, kind of just had the opportunity to was simply because I want you to compare what we're showing you today to all of the operations that you're seeing going on right now. And these people are not disassociated. Alex Jones is not disconnected from Roger Stone. And Roger Stone is not disconnected from General Flynn. General Flynn's brother, Joe Flynn has a, uh, a uh, uh, um, picture of Roger Stone that hangs in his office that he's extremely proud of and looks at it every day, he says. Makes all these. And by the way, he supports RFK for president 
and has been passing around all this nonsense about Donald Trump connected to Jeffrey Epstein, just like the left is doing. So interestingly enough, all that's going on. The alleged email was an obvious straw man fallacy aimed at deceiving Jones listeners, which I think we uh, got through a little bit of that earlier. And it's giving this presentation and the rundown here. And there was another spot that I wanted to get in. I think this is just giving the breakdown of each of those as we move down here. There's the idea that Strat4, you know, I could start a group called Genosaur, even more awesomer. You know, oh, 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 my God, and you're right. It's just a bunch of crusty guys and they're picking their nose, just like calling people lunatics and spewing garbage. I've got to be honest. I know the Depka's in the Israeli front, probably even Shinbet domestically, but I found overall their stuff turns out to be more accurate than Strat4 because, you know, they were admitting that you they were using Al-Qaeda to attack Libya. And overall, it just creates a fog of war to confuse those that aren't informed. Overall, it just creates a fog of war for those who are uninformed. That is the, the project. That is what they're doing. That is the purpose of their mission. That is exactly 100% what you have been experiencing for the last 25 or so years within the conspiracy reality. All of this stuff that has been presented to you as fact, Bill Cooper said something that Alex Jones never said. Bill Cooper said to listen to everyone, to read everything, and to believe nothing unless you can prove it with your own personal research. That means your research. That doesn't mean something that you found, you know, something that you went and found that somebody else did. It means your own personal research. And to do that, you have to have tools. To do that, you have to have books. You have to have reference materials. You have to have source documents. You have to have court documents. Those are the things that the patriots in America have been led away from by the mainstream news. Okay? That's what the mainstream is. And school. School leads you away from this. School doesn't teach you how to read these documents. School doesn't teach you how to function within the political environment. School doesn't teach you exactly what the difference is between a libertarian, a Republican, or a Democrat. They don't explain it. They don't explain it intentionally. Most people's parents don't have a political preference, okay? We're now at a point in America where a majority of the people are quote-unquote apolitical. They're independent. They don't have an affiliated party. They're embarrassed to admit they're connected to a party more times than not, which all of us should be. All of us should be embarrassed to be connected to a party. And that's why we should be so excited about what Donald Trump is doing and the process here by which we are moving forward. Because I'm telling you right now, if you think that you're not moving the needle, you're wrong. If you think that we're not in control of our own country, you're wrong. If you think that these people that are marauding out there and that are taking advantage of their positions of power will not one day be held to account for doing such, you're wrong. And the reason I know that you're wrong is because I have belief in the American people. I have a belief in the American way. I have a belief in the idea of America. I don't think that America is perfect. I think that we're far from perfect. And I think that part of the imperfection that we have is the reality that so many people don't love her anymore. You got to love her. You got to love her to take care of her. If you don't love America, 
How do you love your spouse? If you don't love America, how do you love yourself? If you don't love America, and whenever I say that, I don't mean the institution. I don't mean the military. I mean the people that you interact with in your daily lives, the people that you love and care for. If you don't stand up for her, she will fall. Therefore, I understand that because you're standing up for her, she will succeed. And each and every one of you that have come to this conversation have come to this conversation from left field somewhere. There was one day when you were normal. <laughs> there was one day whenever you didn't think any of this stuff was possible. There was one day whenever you thought all the conspiracy was nonsense and garbage, and then something changed. So the same thing is playing out right now within the truth movement. At one point, we thought people were heroes, but then we got more information and things started to change. And then we started to see this whole push for Alex Jones coming back to X. And then once he came back to X, we started to see all of the pylon of everybody talking about how Alex Jones is such a victim. Is he a victim? Is the billion dollars that Alex Jones was charged with very similar to the billion dollars that Fox News was levied with with their defamation suit? Is it a pass-through? Is it accrued money being redistributed back in amongst the family of the elite? I honest to God think it is. And it's up to you to decide what it is that you think. So the guys, that brings me to the end of the MG show here on Friday, January the 12th, 2024. I'd like to thank all of the people out there. I was not paying attention to the chat because I was reading to you the whole time. But thank you so much for all of the love and support. Thank you to the Red Castle Army out there that's here on the wall every day. The most Red Castle show on Rumble by far. Thank you again to Red State Talk Radio out there. All of you, each of you have a wonderful, happy, awesome weekend. Get out there. Take some of this stuff. Dig into it. See what you think. Shady may be wrong. You never know. Much love, everybody. We'll be back here live on Monday. In truth, everybody runs around every day talking about truth, and they're trying to get to the truth, and they want to hear the truth.
www.mg.show Boom.